Hi guys, it's another episode of this beautiful roundtable of speakers and healers and life coaches and the such. I am Natalie Delane. I'm a life coach from NVibe Tribe and I focus all on mindfulness, which I love. And today we're going to talk about something that comes up quite often with my clients and it's surrendering versus giving up and how powerful of a tool it is to just surrender instead of just like throwing in the towel and giving up and what the difference between those two things are. And we're all gonna we're all gonna share like how we do that with our clients. So I'm excited. Um Amy yeah. and I'm a Melvis from the Four Elements Healing. And yeah, I'm excited about this topic. I'm MJ from MJ Guiding Others, and I'm also excited about talking about this. I work with uh, individuals that are incarcerated, and so I'm very, I'm looking forward to uh, sharing my story. Hello, beautiful souls. I'm Victoria Malor from Soul Healing Tribe, and I am also super excited, so I cannot wait to get into it. Yay. So I'm going to just jump right in. So for me, the difference between surrendering and giving up. So giving up is usually tied to defeat. It's usually tied to not feeling up to the challenge, the question, the thing, and 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 giving up, abandoning, quitting. Those are the words that I associate when it comes to giving up. Surrendering, on the other hand, is accepting what is and allowing things to flow naturally. And I know that that's really hard because the toughest part about surrendering is releasing control. And I know that that's where a lot of my clients, including me also, by the way, a lot of my clients have a hard time with like releasing that control of things and, and the outcome and how they want it to look and how they want it to feel. So that's how I would, my the easiest way to distinguish between the two Right. Quitting when you when you're giving up, it's like you're quitting and you don't feel like you're up to the challenge. But when you're surrendering, you're just accepting what actually is and releasing the control to allow for natural flow. How do you guys categorize the difference? Yeah, um, I really resonate with what you said. The way I look at it is very similar. So to me, surrendering is faith and giving up is very based on doubt so when you're giving up you're just let you stop trying you just it's like whatever I'm done um with surrendering you're really trusting that there is something for you and you're able to really remain present and and not judge what's happening more like going with whatever comes up and remaining okay through that Trust 100%. 100%. Yeah, I resonate with that as well. Um, surrendering, I see it as really being in tune with a creator source, knowing that they have your best interest at hand or in mind and just not fighting against that. Because when you fight against it, you can almost feel like it's, you know, that you need to uh, surrender or just give up because it can get really horrible. 
that's my take on it. I love that you mentioned God's source love, right? It's a part of that trusting. I agree. Yeah, I think, um, and I agree with everything that you all have said. And the way that I see the surrendering is more, like you said, Natalie, and all of you have said, is giving that control away. Like there is no, you know that there will be an outcome, but you don't know what that looks like. So letting go of what and how does it have to look like? It's like, oh my God, can I do this? So letting go of the expectations of what is that outcome is key to surrendering, in my opinion. So you get rid of that expectation. You do no longer have control, but you know there will be an outcome somehow. It just, it might not look like the way that you expected it. So when giving up, it's completely different, obviously. I think I'm always mentioned the the doubts right like it has that energy of doubt and I see it yeah I see it like yeah definitely doubts fear is very low vibration Mm -hmm. when you surrender you're surrendering like MJ said to the divine so you're really letting everything play out in divine timing divine expectations divine outcomes so it's a beautiful different type of energy for sure completely to your point, Victoria, you said a magic word, expectations, right? Like we all have expectations. And this is another lesson, a whole nother topic that I teach my clients, having no expectations. But when they come to you and they're like, well, you want me to surrender? What about, we're working on my goals. Like, how do you not want me to expect my goal to reach? And then, and then this is where like, this really comes into play. I'm like, I'm not asking you to give up on your goals. I'm asking you to give up on the outcome of what the goal will look like and how you see it looking like, because the way you're seeing it is only one path. But if you Mm -hmm. surrender and trust, there can be multiple possibilities with that one goal. And so I always like try to reframe that because that, that expectation, well, I'm going to get married when I'm 32 years old. If that's all you're thinking about and you're 32 and then you're 33 and you're 34 and you're still not married, right? Like, how does that feel for you? You probably feel like you failed Mm -hmm. in some way, but you didn't. You're just, it's just not your timing. So I love that you said that word expectations because that comes up a lot. And how do we release those expectations to allow for multiple possibilities yeah I think Melvis will probably see something similar with your clients right when they come for sessions yeah um you know and what I what I found is when people come in for for sessions and looking for to strengthen their spiritual practice one would think that that it's easier but it's really kind of the same thing it's not any less difficult than surrendering in any other area because ultimately surrender means like we're letting go of all these beliefs and all these ideas that we have of what's good, bad, right, wrong, and um, and really trusting that there is an energy out there that is, um, you know, has that there's divine timing, that, that everything is on track and that we are being supported and, and held. And so it's a, it's a big jump from for people that aren't you know that haven't done that before but yeah it's it's really it's a powerful thing 
Yeah. <laughs> well, you were saying all of that. It was one, one, one. <laughs> That's why I was smiling. <laughs> Angel numbers. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, MJ? One thing that comes to mind with me is a lot of uh, the clients that I work with, they want abundance, right? And surrendering, the way I see it, it doesn't always look like how you may think that the money, the abundance is supposed to happen because it doesn't align with your highest purpose. So that means that some of the things that you're used to on how money comes your way, that may not be it. So it can almost feel like they're not feeling like they're worthy of getting things because they're fighting against what they're supposed to really be doing. Mm -hmm. uh, what is y'all take on that? Yeah, that's that's deep right there because sometimes we, you know, and it keeps reminding me, I don't know why Joe Dispenza came to mind, but I do have a lot of clients that come from Joe Dispenza and they have this belief that all I have to do is sit down, manifest, and everything is going to happen. <laughs> and it's like, but we have to do something. <laughs> so, yeah, there there is a little bit of, of work that you got to put in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I find that we we set these expectations around what we have to do also, like not just the expectations on what's going to happen, but what our part in it is. And that's another aspect of surrendering, like maybe the things that we envisioned, the work that we have to put in isn't exactly the way we, what we thought it was. So that's another shift that needs to happen to just really release every part of it. It's it's not it's not an easy thing. I um one of one of the biggest tools in this topic that I work on with my clients is showing them the and I call it the art of allowing. Right? So mm. when we allow, we naturally like let things unfold and I like to use the word unfold cuz it almost like in my head like or opening or blossoming, right? <laughs> like it's more of a it's not like a I give up. No, it's like a a gentle release and I love to go back there but when we're in the art of allowing it's again it's 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 releasing that control over every piece the desired outcome the person the thing releasing that control and then this is what I tell them like do you ever realize when you're in the shower or brushing your teeth and you've been looking for an answer to a question but like when you're doing those mindless things you're suddenly like I have it so when we release that control of needing something right in that moment the possibilities come and it's very similar to that so the art of allowing for me and it's a reminder for myself too like it's an art because it's not easy we we're human we like to control we want to show up on time we want to make x amount of money per month we want to have x amount of, you know it's it's a part of our reality it's just getting into that art of allowing that kind of really helps my clients yeah and what i've found is with with giving up, it's a very extreme, it's very black and white, so it feels very intense, it feels very extreme, but when you get to that place where you can really surrender, there's such a sense of relief and peace that comes with that. Yeah, I, I have to agree. I When I have clients and a lot of the time is the first or the second session and they're still not sure how to let go, and they, they're expecting, I don't know, like, you, you know, your clients come with 10 different 
questions and like sheets of all the things <laughs> that they want to answer. And it's like, well, if I don't get those answers, then the session didn't happen. The, the healing didn't happen, right? And sometimes it's one little thing that happens that takes everything else and unravels everything else. And it's like magical, but because they're expecting something to look a certain way, they can wait weeks or months before that aha comes into place, or you could just sur surrender to whatever it comes. And then you're like, oh, wow, that was so simple, but so magical, just because I allow. And they miss what actually is showing up in the meantime, because mm -hmm. they're so focused on that expectation, not that's not there yet. Right. Expectations. Oh. So... And another thing that I love to talk to show my clients is that the biggest thing that comes out of the, the attachment piece of what you want so badly usually is disappointment and frustration, right? And but you don't realize that when you're in it, but when you're just really holding on to a specific desire outcome, and it doesn't happen that exact way, what happens to us? It's like oh, and then that's it. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. You feel defeated almost. And when we allow for the surrender to happen, it's more of a, oh, wow. Well, you know, I got that job offer, but I was going for that kind of a job. And it's like the beautiful things continue to like pop up. And I, it's on the other side of surrender is all this possibility, but getting through that, that like actual surrendering part is just much more difficult because we're used to the control. And I don't know about you guys, like, does anyone else have clients that they're like, they're trying to control every single part of their life, their outcome? Well, it's so scary to release that because we have this false sense of if I just like keep a grasp on this, um, even though it doesn't work, we, they, people tend to feel that, that, that they're having an impact on it. And it's like, if I don't do that, everything's going to fall apart. <laughs> and that's that jump that has to be taken but it's very scary yeah that that normally comes from childhood right like feeling finally I am able to control the outcome because now I'm older enough or I'm a teenager or now I'm an adult yeah. so I'm not gonna give that up and go back to when I was a child and I was told what to do and how to do it and also, like, I'm not going to allow that to happen on my watch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I was going to say, I was going to bring up childhood, Victoria, because I see a lot in the population that I serve. It, it comes from childhood that that need to have to control everything. When you're put in situations where you're always having to uh, dig out of the hole and save everyone like in your families and that's going on a lot in um, uh, my population that it can almost be unbearable to to release that control and sometimes you may not even know how to do it right. it's like you don't know the difference between it until you get around other people that can help explain to you what's the difference right and I have to agree with you MJ we have to meet the client where they are because sometimes they're not ready for that jump. So we have to see every client with you're perfect the way you are, right? Like you really are perfect the way you are. And I'll take you as far as you can without pushing the limits because during this um, type of healing sessions, um, in my case, for example, we can break someone. It, 
people can have a meltdown after the sessions if it's not properly handled. So we have to meet them where they are and without going to the stream. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it's important to let them, if they're in that place where they're not ready, to at least let them know that this is available to them. It's, you know, it's very important that they realize that there are alternatives, that you don't have to live in this, like, loop of of having to either the extreme of having to control everything or the alternative is, like, screw it all. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> I, I give is, up. I like literally. Yeah, I give up. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> but there is no alternative to that. There, and so I love that you said that. And going back to what you said earlier about trust. So for my clients that aren't ready for the full like surrendering piece yet, I focus on trust, and I do a lot of self trust exercises because that's like really where it begins. When we can hear our heart's voice and not just our mind's voice, which is very different, right? When we can start to hear our heart's voice and trust in it the surrendering piece comes a little easier, but without that trust or, or if it's God or your heart, whichever, or both, which is really, that's beautiful, right? Like (laughs) then the surrender can even be an option, but for some of our clients, they're not there yet. And I totally acknowledge and I wanted to say, and for people listening, like if, if this just sounds so hard, I, I, I invite you to go into trusting and like trusting yourself and doing exercises because we, our hearts know. God knows, and when we're in tune, when we're in tune with that, the surrendering gets easier. Yeah, that was beautiful, Natalie. Go ahead, Amelvis. Oh no, I was just saying that was so good. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, it's hard to trust ourselves. Like this is one of the things that a lot of people, especially going through spiritual awakening, say my intuition I, I i'm pretty good with my intuition i just don't know if i can trust it <laughs> like, <laughs> can i trust what's coming what i'm seeing what i'm smelling what i'm hearing and it's like well mm-hmm. until you start trusting yourself you're not going to develop those things right so it is um it's a process of trusting where we are who we are and how we get there right and a lot of people will be uh, feeling like I can trust someone else that is outside of me because maybe they know better. But in your heart, that's where all the answers are. So that was a beautiful message, Natalie. Yeah. And I love the way you just said, trust who we are. On the other side of the trusting exercises, I do acceptance. Because like you said, I have this intuition. I have this feeling. I know I should take this job, but I don't really want to, right? So it's like, no, 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 your intuition is telling you how do you trust that voice? So the acceptance piece of the trust is like immediately behind that. And once we start combining all these yummy things, like that surrender, that unfurling of your fist just slowly starts to happen. It's a gentle release. And because some people are like, well, you want me to just throw my goals out? And I'm like, no, my love, that's not what I want you to do. <laughs> I want you to like release control a little bit and so I love this. I love this whole topic of trusting. And so this will be one question that I have for everyone listening. And that question is, what happens when you lose control? Who do you become when you lose control, when you let go? And a lot of people are going to be like, oh, my God, I'm a goddess. I'm a god. And it's true. <laughs> Just accept it, you know, like. When you start asking yourself that question, a lot of things can change just by asking yourself the right questions. Who do you become when you lose control? What happens if you lose control? 
and be honest with that, right? Maybe some of the things that happen when you lose control are the best, but like, how can you learn from those? Or maybe you're, you speak, you show up in a whole nother essence when you, when you lose control. So like being honest with what actually comes up with those answers, that is a great question. And I don't just mean Friday night at the bar, I lose control, right? <laughs> We're not just talking about <laughs> that kind of losing control, but yeah, it's a great question. Well, for a lot of our clients, I think even yours, Natalie, is when the client loses control and they let go, they can really go deep. And whether it is anger, where does that anger takes you? If it's becoming who you're supposed to be, who are you then, right? Like if that's who you are, what do you need to do to get there, to accept that person, that version of yourself? So. It can be a very loaded question, depending on what's going on with with you, the listener. Glad I'm. I'm glad you asked it. I hope we get some minds re- reeling. Any other distinctions and or like actual work that you do with your clients to help them with releasing versus surrendering? Uh, sorry, giving up versus surrendering. Well, I like to use, and I use this personally every morning. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard of the Course in Miracles. But there's this, um, I like to just sit and really um, just breathe and use these words. So I say to the universe, where would you have me go? What would you have me do? What would you have me say and to whom? And just sit with that and really um, try to keep that in mind during the day. Like, and it's, really important to me to just be aware of synchronicities that come up that validate that you're on the right path or that the universe is responding to you because that also builds trust within yourself and and it builds trust that you are connected one thousand percent um, not to go completely off topic, but do you want to explain what some synchronicities are for any for any viewers that don't really understand what that what that might look like or be? Um, they can be well, you know, a lot of people are. You mentioned angel numbers before, <laughs> but um, you know, when you ask a question to to your higher self or to the universe, or you put something out there, an intention um, to just there are so many there's just the universe speaks we we expect like a loud response or like a clear like billboard but the synchronicities come in such like small and sometimes unnoticeable ways that you really when you're doing this work you have to keep yourself really aware of it um just it can be it can come on the radio something that somebody that that you drive by on the street Holding, there's so many ways that the universe speaks to us. So it's really important to just really cultivate that awareness throughout the day of, you know, what is being communicated to me through so many ways. I love that. And I love that you start your mornings like that. I can only imagine how nice your days progress after that. <laughs> um, anyone else, any other things that you do with your clients like, right, like, what are the exercises or things that you do with your clients to help them in this space of surrendering? Since we're talking about the coincidences, which are really not coincidences, I have really been living my life by those things. Um, I had an issue with, like, my life insurance policy, 
And then at the same moment I was looking through the papers, I had got a um a a, 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 um, a message from someone with life insurance, right? And we got to talking about different things and how it applied to to my mission. And I was like, oh my goodness, I see that, you know, there's potential in there for me to to do that type of work. Um, so it's just like those things that connect, that is what we have to be guided by and to use your intuition, the inner feeling to know that this is your, this is what it is. And you got to um, not miss it because you can miss those opportunities. But with my clients, I really try to help them get to a space um, uh, mentally where they're going to be okay. Because if it's havoc all around them and they're, they can't focus, they got to be able to find a place where they, they're going to be all right. So they can, you know, first just think. They can think clearly and have that space to really talk about things. Because sometimes when they're not around, when they're around other people, they may not be their authentic selves because they don't want to be vulnerable, right? And I have the ability to get people to open up to talk about things that they want to talk about around other people. And then when we can do those things, we can start talking about surrendering and giving up and they can release things because they know they're safe. You know, I'm not going to share anything with anyone. And that just really allows them to get a different perspective if they're not getting that at home or wherever they are. In life. And can you repeat the question for me? Because I think I lost track of the question. Yeah, no, I was saying, are there any other specific exercises, things that you do with your clients to really, really help them in this space of surrendering? Hmm. Well, <laughs> that's a great question. And I don't know if I can, maybe that's why I was having issues with it because I don't know if I can answer that question. It is so simple though, like to get a client to surrender. Once they start opening up to the emotions, their emotions, they're already doing that. Now, the other part of that is what are the expectations and breaking down those expectations? Mm -hmm. Hey, listen, this is might not be what you think that it's going to be. So are you okay with that? So sometimes mm -hmm. it's just a simple question, but it's, I mean, it's hard for me to, to really share everything that happens in a session because it's so much. But with those very simple questions and I identify to them um they already know that they're tapping into their emotions most of the time they're already crying and you know <laughs> all Going of the emotions are coming up yeah, yeah. yeah. sometimes I have to run to the bathroom and you know like perch that way because it's, it's the emotions were stuck there so they have to do that but for me I think at the beginning of this journey when I look back two years ago a lot of the clients have so many, like this many expectations because of other sessions that they heard online from other practitioners. And what they didn't realize, a lot of the times those sessions were heavily edited to the point that they're, you know, like it's no, the whole session, that's not what it looked like. The, those are pieces of the sessions and perhaps um, out of a hundred clients, you post one, right? Like in my case, a lot of my clients won't give permission to share their sessions because it's very intimate stuff, right? So and 
sometimes I don't feel comfortable because it's it's a lot of um sexual abuse, um, different type of abuse. So those are things that we don't I don't really post online, but if you're going based on what everybody else is doing and then you come into your healing session with an expectation of this is what I need to do too, or I want to go into a magical experience because that's what everybody else does. And if I don't, then that means I am, I am worthless because I could even go to a past life where I was magical. So working on that frame, I, mm-hmm. is what it was one of the most challenging part of my journey two years ago. Those expectations. So between all of us, look at this. MJ holding space for like deep conversations that couldn't happen in other places. Amy starting the day with these amazing affirmations, kind of even questions, like in that space of questioning and being aware. Victoria breaking down expectations, which I love to also do. And then right, like teaching the art of allowing to like these are beautiful. And in the short conversation today, these are four beautiful ways that you can start to lean into surrender instead of giving up which I and I recognize that it's hard I'm not perfect at this either there are times that my control freak is present and I get to check with myself right but <laughs> this isn't the easiest thing in the world I'm glad we're talking about it yeah you, you reminded me Natalie of something um control is a big problem for me it was and it still is like i be the first one to confess I have a lot of issues control is one of those issues so when my clients don't go into what i expect <laughs> they are like what's going on up there <laughs> so I, I have those conversations too it happens to all of us like there's i think we were almost conditioned in a way to believe that we have control over everything right we do have control of our own actions for sure but over everything the traffic the light my baby didn't sleep like we don't have control over these things right like that's been that was my first lesson in this whole surrender piece but it's it's out there and it's real this need for control and that's why i love going back right to that like tight closed fist this represents the control we think we have but when we unfurl it like it's this gentle release and that's what i really want to leave everybody with today that it's so possible and we we all can that's the other part that we all can choose to give up or we can choose to surrender yeah it's definitely a choice mm-hmm. yeah. any last minute messages no i i really resonate with what you guys said it's really good stuff <laughs> MJ, anything before we finish for today? No, it was beautiful. I wholeheartedly agree. It's good. Good topic. We'll see you guys next week. Or yeah, weeks. absolutely. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. <laughs>